This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Hello, Place to Be Nation. Welcome to the next episode of Totally Rank, the podcast that puts your nostalgic opinions in order. As always, I'm your host, Steering the Ship, Scott Grimes, and I have another special guest for this episode, where we will be counting down our top ten songs of the year 1982. That's right, uh, we're into uh, an era that I think has a lot of really fun songs, some one-hit wonders, some really uh, nostalgic uh, joys for people's listening pleasure, so I'm excited to get into the list here. Obviously, before I can do that, I need to introduce my guest, despite the fact that he literally doesn't need an introduction, because if you're part of the Place to Be Nation, or if you've ever listened to anything uh that's been on the place to be nation he pretty much has his stamp on it uh so without further ado i will introduce mr andy atherton andy how are you oh scott you you could do more ado if you really want to um i I, i'll sit back now thank you so much for for inviting me on i am excited uh as i've talked about on many a podcast the 80s is is my decade that's the decade i grew up in my formative years uh, I was nine slash ten years old in 1982, so a lot of vivid memories. And also, you know, later on uh, in my 20s, when I was DJing, my main DJ gig that I had had was working at a club that was special. The specialty of the uh, the music that I was playing there for the uh, kind of the the theme of the place it was called boppers and we used to do like lip syncs it was from the 50s to the 90s so played a lot of 80s music had to learn the words because we part of our thing was to do lip syncs on the stage during, throughout the night and these choreographed dances and things so yeah it, it, plus i have a sister who's four years older than me so she do was it. blaring a lot of these songs in her room and i just it's it's yeah it's it's a time that i Love and I, I love talking about this music because you throw out an eighties on eight and eighties almost every song on my list comes on. I'm not changing the station. I'm singing along much to my kids' chagrin. And it's it's a fun time and I'm excited to uh dive in and hear your list as well. Yeah, no, great. I, it, I'm glad that, you know, we're hitting you right in your sweet spot here. You know, the first few episodes have been a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Scott Criscolo and John Kesalika, uh, my first two guests. We've had great times, great conversations. A lot of, um, a lot of memories have come up and there, there've been some trends and some patterns in the first couple of years of the eighties. And I'm interested to see if that continues. Um, you know, like there's been a lot of love for Olivia Newton John and Blondie. There's been power ballads at the top of lists um, in each of the first two episodes. So I'm interested to see where that kind of goes. Um, when it came to making your list, Andy, was there a certain criteria that you used? Was there a strategy that you had? Was it, I I think these songs are the 10 best songs? Or was it, these are my 10 favorite songs? Or kind of a mix? What what was your the kind of genesis of your list? Well, I will, first thing I did was I, I called up the Billboard Top 100 for the year to kind of, because sometimes, you, you know, 
Oh, you get confused. Like, was this that year? Was this another year? So I wanted to make sure I was on point for, for my list. And I, I literally took, um, I have about 23 songs that I guess I, I, I cherry picked and I just laid them out. And then I just started going through them and like, and kind of like ranking them over another, like, okay, what would, what would I rather listen to? What song do I have better memories of? What's, mm-hmm. what's something like for the video jukebox pod that, that drops every weekday, that I am one of the people that, that that do it. Like, are these, which of these are, would be my go-tos? Would I try to put on our little Google sheet to, to kind of stake my claim on? And a lot of these are on there and some of them I've, we've actually done, or I've actually done on there and others I'm, I'm planning to do at some point. And I think it was, it's not really the best song. It's just the song that, that I would hear. And it just makes me, feel a certain way it, it, it elicits like an emotional response or or it just just because it's the beat or the refrain or there's something just about the song that had maybe it hits a core memory somewhere that i really love yeah because it, it it's a hard year there this this is a very um a lot of different genres i guess in there we have we have rock we have a little you know funk in there a little new wave we you know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's um a lot of you know some of this stuff too is is not you know, I surprised myself with a couple of the songs that I I moved into this top twenty three and slash top ten that I was like wow I'm I'm like looking at it right now I'm like really that's I, I'm still a little kind of surprised but that's just you just got to go with when you're when you're ranking things you just got to go with your gut. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of just go with what you feel in the moment and what's resonating. I think, you know, the lot of, with 80s music, it's, you know, if if I did this a week from now, my list would probably be different, right? Because maybe <laughs> I heard something be, yeah. that I forgot about. And, you know, so it's one of those things where there's there's so much. It's such a surplus of, of good, recognizable, memorable music that you can make a list of 23 and your number four spot might be this this certain song and then next week that be in your number 19 right there's a i think there's a lot exactly. of, of movement in the list and so yeah it kind of comes down in the moment that mine was kind of the same i realized you know after making mine my my list is very um heavy on songs that i've either done or hear a lot at karaoke so I think <laughs> yeah. my top 10 is very karaoke heavy um now that i'm kind of looking at it and realizing why some of these songs kind of stick with me it's because i've either done them myself or you know whenever you know a couple of these are pretty quintessential songs that you're going to hear you know if you go to your kind of local karaoke spot so um yeah go ahead i'm not i'm not a big karaoke guy i i'm not a great singer well you're more of a lip sync guy i'm a but i will lip sync anybody anytime i i will lip sync battle Anyone, anytime, any moment. I really wish that became would become more of a thing in bars, I guess. Yeah. You know, because it's like you see so much karaoke going on, and and karaoke is a big place to be nation uh, favorite pastime, so to speak. When when the crew goes out on trips for the, uh, you know, everybody meets up at at the big wrestling shows. One of the to do list items is find a bar of karaoke. And, and and as somebody who hasn't had the chance or or pleasure or opportunity to go on one of these lists, I do enjoy watching the videos posted of of everybody and kind of have some FOMO uh, with it. But yeah, I definitely am, I'm looking at my list now that you brought it up. Like yeah, I would do a bunch of these at karaoke if I had the uh, 
the the liquid courage, so to speak, to get up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, if at any point in time, uh, anything on on my list uh, is higher on yours or vice versa, we can kind of just shout that out, okay. and we can hold off on on getting too far into the discussion <laughs> on that. Um, guest always goes first here, so if you want to start us off with your number ten, uh, go for it. So my number ten is a song has some wrestling ties to it actually it all goes back to wrestling here place me nation but it's definitely high energy didn't place as high as i thought it would if if you had asked me before i actually sat down and made the list would this song have finished on the top 10 yes would have been higher than number 10 yes i would have thought that but surprisingly it it came in number 10 i'm actually uh watched to the first two creed movies because I they've kind of they've kind of escaped me and I just recently watched them both within the last week because I want to see Creed three when it comes out. Yeah. And speaking of Creed, it gives you an Iraqi. So what song is that number ten? It's I the Tiger by Survivor. Uh, yep. High, higher on my list. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, again a little shocking that it, it only got to number ten, but it is a um, a lot of fun and high energy. It, it, I, I I think of Rocky. You know, I don't necessarily think of of Hulk Hogan, but I think of Rocky when I uh, I hear it, and you just um, it 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 just pumps you up too. It's one of those songs, dun, 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 and it kind of gets you like you could definitely see where it's a a like you could see your energy level just just climbing and climbing as you hear it. So yeah, tremendous song, love it. Yeah, um, and I, again, I'll get into it more later because I have it much much higher on my list but yeah it's a this is a karaoke staple song this you know i used to do it on rock band right back when, when that was fun <laughs> yeah. and we'd do that kind of with friends as this was one of the songs that was a go-to because it's easy to sing you know it really doesn't require you know it, it's not um it's, it's not complex you know lyrically or anything like that it's a pretty straightforward it's got the great beat to it it it's a song that can be on a lot of different types of playlists, you know, whether you're like getting ready to for a sporting competition or running or you're at the gym working out because it has that motivational aspect to it. Um, so I think that it's a pretty well-rounded song and that it can hit people in different areas. It, and I think it's timeless in that way is it, you know, everyone's had those, those been in those situations where you need to, you need that motivation and you need to, you know, hear something to get your blood pump in and, and really get you in the moment there. And so I think it's something that, you know, anyone of, of any age can pretty much relate to. And I think that's why it's still a song that's pretty relevant to this day. Yeah, definitely something I would listen to before softball or, or yeah. even before I, I remember I had a, so it was funny, a coworker uh, found this in my car when we were going out to get lunch one day. She's like, what is pregame tape? I said, uh, it's just a pregame mix or something like that. It was, and that's how long ago this was. It was a cassette or I think, no, it might've might been a deep recorded DVD. I don't know, but whatever it was, it had like songs like wherever I may roam by Metallica, which is obviously not from 1982, but things like that, like just high energy and eye of the tiger was on that. Cause it's just like, you're just like, all right, let's, Let's let's get going. Let's we're we're gonna have fun. Let's do well. Let's kick some ass. That, that's what the song yeah. means. Like let's kick some ass, really. Exactly. Couldn't agree more. Um, we're already one for one on on duplicates. Uh, so that's usually a, a sign of of where these are gonna go. But uh, my number ten is is not like Eye of the Tiger at all. Um, 
My number 10 song is very, very 80s, and I think it's probably one of the first songs that I think of when I just think of the 80s in general when it comes to music that was pretty specific in that time. Like, it's not something you would hear in the 70s. It's not something you'd hear in the 90s. It's it's very much 80s. And it beat out, you know, just a couple of the honorable mentions that I'll get into later because it is just one of those songs that I go to when people mention 80s music. This is one of the first ones that pops into my head because of the way it's sung, the beat. It's just, it's very quintessential 80s and i think another reason for me is that it um you know it was in the movie Romy michelle's high school reunion which i watched a ton when i was a kid um, <laughs> which obviously is set in the 80s and has a terrific 80s playlist um and this was one of the songs from that movie so i also i think that gave it a little bit of the edge there um but it just felt like the perfect way to kick off a list for me and that is um naked eyes always something there to remind me ah oh, totally whiffed on that one and and it's just again it has the the right the beat from the opening it kind of brings you in right away you know the verses are fine i think they're you know take it or leave it but once it gets into the you know the always something there to remind me and uh, and you know that repeats what three or four times in the chorus there it's easy to sing along to everyone recognizes that part of the song and i yeah again i think it's just very 80s naked eyes not too familiar with them outside of this song, uh, but this one to me is just the perfect opening to any sort of like '80s playlist. Yeah, it's very British. You know, it was it was it was yeah. the time of Brit pop, really. And I have some Brit pop on my on my list, and they they have one other sort of hit in the '80s. I, this is Naked, um, yeah, Naked Eyes is they 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 are one of those bands that over here can be perceived as a one hit wonder. Oh, yeah. Like kind of like Spandau Ballet, uh, Soft Cell, other bands like that, where they were huge, huge in England. But they only had like one or two hits over here. They have another song, Promises, Promises. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You make me promises, promise. I see. I can't sing. Uh, But this song, yeah, (laughs) this something about you girl you know and there's oh and it's the video yeah. is very simple the guy the least thing is walking down the street from i can remember i think he kind of looked like one of my sister's friends a little bit that's what i always think <laughs> of when when i hear that and no it this is this is an 80s song this, this song just by hearing it if you know any a little bit about music you're like yeah, this song had, if you just said, name the decade, and you played it for somebody, and they're like, yeah, yeah. this is the 80s. It's definitely, yeah, it's, 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 and it's a great song, too. It's, and I totally whiffed on it. Holy shnikes. That, that happens, that's happened at least once in, in every episode so far, and that's what makes this great about having so many options with the 80s mm-hmm. is that that's going to happen, right? It's inevitable that that you know some of them are going to get lost and that's why it's nice to have a back and forth because i'm sure you'll bring up something that i overlooked right or that i forgot about and vice versa so oh, yeah. um i think we're off to a good start though and and uh we're back to you for number nine so you mentioned this artist earlier saying a lot of we've you've had a lot of this artist so far on your your things and i love this artist something you know my 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 family Loved this artist. My girlfriend loves this artist. And it was very hard when she passed away recently. It was the number one song of this year. And it landed at number nine, surprisingly, a little lower than I thought initially, again. But it's Physical by Olivia Newton-John. And this is her song. This 
you could say everything from the Grease soundtrack. You could say Xanadu. You know, we did a lovely tribute um, to her for a few uh, episodes of the Video Jukebox. Shout out to Steve Riddle, who was the one really championing championing that uh, to do that. And such a a rememberable music video. Lots kind of oh, controversial. Yeah. You know, where she's in there with the the heavy set guys in the beginning and. She's dressed in like her uh, her workout outfit and, and what you know what the song is about and tundras and all that. And then she goes and and takes a shower and comes back out in tennis outfit now and they're all buff. <laughs> you just can't help but not think of this music video when you hear it. And it, and it's a great song and it's it's hard to figure out like the genre, right? Where where would you really outside of yeah. just being pop music, kind of where would you what would you classify it as, right? Yeah, it had a little bit of, there were elements of a lot of different things. It, yeah, it's a guitar you know, riff in it, everything. Yeah, it has a guitar riff, but, you know, the way that it, the kind of the the way that it moves and grooves even has a little bit of disco, right, which yep. is it's coming mm-hmm. right out of the end of disco. So, yeah, it's definitely kind of, it really sort of stands alone in its own box, in its own little category. Yeah. Um. That I mean, listen. There's nothing that hasn't been said about Olivia Newton-John already on this show, and uh, you know, Place to Be Nation in general. I was just today earlier listening to the the most recent um, Making Mount Rushmore episode about um, you know TV and movie couples, and they mentioned uh, Danny Zuko and Sandy from Greece as an honorable mention there. And, and John Kasalika was, you know, he kind of shouted out the fact that place to be nation loves Olivia Newton, John, uh, this do. is just yet another reminder of that. And so there's really nothing more I can say. I that I'm sure hasn't been said, you know, already about her and her unfortunate, you know, passing, um, you know, but at least we have things like physical and we have Greece and we have, uh, you know, some other things to, to go back on with her and, and, and remember her very fondly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greece. I was in Greece in high school, and I didn't. I was a like again, Ken Sing, so I didn't have a lead role. Um, <laughs> and, and at that that club I worked in, we did a whole Greece set. We started off with Summer Nights, went into You're the One That I Want, and then finished it with Grease Lightning. So it was literally three yeah. songs of of lip syncs in a row. To uh, and it was always one of the highlights of the night that people really would pop for. So yeah, she's delightful. You know, she was a survivor. She she beat cancer like a few times before it ultimately, yeah. you know, took her life. But she yeah, she was a remarkable pop icon, beautiful woman, beautiful voice and a great soul. So she's dearly missed. But we have her music that will last forever. So very happy to uh, to for this year, this year that I'm doing with you to be able to uh, have one of her songs on the list. Yeah, she's been immortalized by by Place to Be Nation for sure. <laughs> um, someone who hasn't been immortalized, at least to my knowledge, by Place to Be Nation, um, is in my number nine spot. And and you know, I didn't initially think it would make kind of my 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 top ten. I figured this would be more of an honorable mention. But then the more I just kept thinking about the song. I just couldn't get away from how catchy it is and just how easy to sing along. And and that's really what it is for, for me with 80s music. I think when it hits the mainstream, anyone can sing along to it. Everybody knows it. It's instantly recognizable. It kind of hits anyone at all ages. Like you can sing this in, in the car with your kids. You could sing it at a nursing home, you know, with, with your grandparents because it stands the test of time and it's so easy to sing. My number nine is Mickey by Tony Basil. Oof, another whiff. Oh, my God. And it 
it, it's one of those songs too that I feel like people have trouble placing. Like uh, for a lot of times, for me, I, I knew the song growing up, but I I couldn't have told you when it when it you know was recorded or when it was released or anything like that. This could have been in the seventies. This could yeah. have been in the early nineties. It was really hard for me to place, and so it wasn't probably until you know I became an adult and you know just upon you know researching more music that I realized that this is an early eighties song. Um, because it, it is different kind of from a lot of the other mm-hmm. stuff that's that's on my list and it was coming out at the time. But it's such an just an earworm. It's just so catchy. Hell it's yeah. so fun. I think it would be on my list even if it wasn't in the credits of Bring It On, which obviously <laughs> which, which breathes new life into it, right? For a whole different generation there in the late nineties, early two thousands. And I think that kind of revitalized it even more. But I mean, the music video is iconic. It, you know, that's one that I remember seeing over and over again, watching like pop up video on VH1 with my mom <laughs> as a kid. Like this is one that was just always on. Um, just a song that's a lot of fun. Uh, clearly not the best song, right? Musically, it's certainly nothing special. And there are songs in my honorable mentions that I think are just better songs. But I just felt like this one had to be represented on my list because of just how fun it is. Yeah, it it is a fun song. Tony Basil is a character. Definitely yeah. for me, it, I, I couldn't remember I couldn't tell I couldn't remember up till now what year it actually came out. I probably would have said 1981. But yeah, definitely I remember the video very, you know, no no frills. It's her and yeah. their cheerleader outfit and a bunch of other cheerleaders and she she actually was a you know, she's a one-hit wonder in terms of music, but she was actually a bigger success as a choreographer, from what I from what I, I understand. You know, you see her yeah. as a guest on a lot of um, those '80s nostalgia shows where they had, they just have like Talking Heads kind of thing. And yeah, I, I do remember Bring It On, and also Wayne's World, when there's a scene yeah. in Wayne's World where they don't play the song, but they sing the song. Her yeah. uh, Wayne and Cassandra in the car, and, and Wayne starts starts uh just because he had it in his head like you said an earworm and he's like i'm sorry that was the last song i heard this morning and then the two of them just start doing oh mickey you're so fine you're so fine you're yeah. my mind. hey mickey <laughs> hey mate so definitely it's so funny is is that how you what you think of now because had it been you know whatever time in my life i would have just thought of the video now i think of wayne and and cassandra and this and there are songs also on the list that you know, I could tell you at least the next three songs or or so are I think of movies <laughs> or TV shows that used it. And that's what goes into my head. And maybe I don't know if that influenced me at all, but it's yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, Mickey's definitely a good one hit wonder. And that's a good uh, call for it to be an earworm because that is a uh, on our, our, our to do list for theme week. So that could be something I do when we hit that theme on the uh, video jukebox cheap plug we call them <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all about the it's all about the cheap plugs uh mm-hmm. you know we're we're all we're all mick foley uh when mm-hmm. it comes to we're looking for that cheap pop so um all right let's move right along andy uh for your number eight all right uh we're gonna go back to some brit pop here and a song that you know you think of this band you think of you might think of the wedding singer you may think of many other things now i think of the movie la la land when i hear this song because it's i ran so far away by a flock of seagulls and such an uh 
interesting video with the with the mirrors and you have the flock of seagulls haircut which is the wedding singer yeah. thing and you know in la la land when mia and sebastian meet for the second time at that party and he's sebastian's there doing the guitar or in a um another um or was he playing a guitar was he, yeah he was playing a guitar he was uh not happy about doing these these songs for this hollywood party and mia requests iran and that totally pisses him off because <laughs> because of i guess and he and he calls her out he's like you don't ever ask a serious mu- musician to do iran and she's like you're yeah. a serious musician he goes yeah i am <laughs> so I, I yeah I, I i love the song they also have um you know if you talk about flock seagulls the other only other really hit they had over here was uh, space saves love song Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't make any top ten list. I, I like the song, but I don't no. love that one. But this is this is their song. This is the iconic uh, Flock of Seagulls too. Yeah, I um, I'm not gonna say anything because this this is gonna come up again later for me. Um, so I will give my thoughts at that time. But obviously, I very much agree with you. Um, I'm glad that it's it's on the list here and it will be doubly represented. Um, and I'll I'll get to it when uh when it comes up on my list. Okay. Uh, my number eight is a song that it's it's interesting. I I grew up uh, you know we were talking before we started recording. Like I grew up on '80s music. My my mom you know obviously still to this day you know is just an '80s music fanatic, right? And so whatever you know whatever she had in the record player, you know whatever we were watching on TV, it was always '80s music. We watched a lot of VH1. Um, and I think for whatever reason, this is a song in particular that just escaped me. Like, I don't remember this at all growing up. I don't remember listening to this. And I don't know if it's because maybe my mom just wasn't, you know, too fond of this song or if it's just one that kind of passed me by. I didn't hear this song until, you know, I was older. And then I realized, man, I really like this song. This song is excellent. It has everything you need in in a song. And again, I think it's another one where I'm not sure that I could place it until I did the research. I would have thought this was a little bit later in the decade, but I looked it up and it came out in 1982. Uh, my number eight is Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks. Awesome. Yes, you, would, you could mistake this for later on. It is on my list as well. Okay. Um, cool. I don't know if you want me to tell me the number. You want me to wait on that? Um, no, no. Yeah, we'll we'll wait. We won't go too okay. much into it. But um, yeah, it, it's again one that I probably wouldn't have placed here. You know, if you would have just asked me randomly a couple of years ago, hey, what song was that? Just seventeen released? I would have been like, I don't know, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I was a little it, surprised too. It actually, I think it was like number one hundred that year too, in uh, in Billboard. So. Yeah, no, it's for me. I just think of School of Rock when I hear this. Yeah, because because Jack Black he plays it on the thing and he does the the whole little dance to the table with Joan Cusack. But it yep. is the best Stevie Nicks song, and she's Absolutely. got a lot of we, great uh, songs too. We we'll, we can talk about it uh, in more in depth mm-hmm. when it comes up yeah. on your list. So we'll okay. just move along. I believe we're at uh, number seven for you. Yeah. So. There's not a lot of songs out there that have cowbell in it. And <laughs> this week, I, I sorry, I'm like a whore here. Uh, uh, on the video jukebox, are, as of this recording, we are doing songs from SNL skits. So this song was could have made it 
except I ever I we already did it um you yeah. know a couple of months ago on on that on that podcast series. So but the song that we're doing this week is of course, you know, uh, Don't Feel the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. And this is probably the the second or maybe they're one and one A of songs with cowbell in it. And <laughs> you cannot not think of the Chippendale sketch from Saturday Night Live with Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze. Whenever yeah, you hear the song thing. Working for the Weekend by Loverboy. Loverboy, again, a band that this is their biggest hit. They had a few other songs. A song that I would hear, you know, growing up in New York and and driving, you know, later on when I was driving home, they they uh, we had a station here. It, it's still around, but I don't I don't listen to it anymore. But it's called Z Z100, and they did yeah. the five they did the five o'clock whistle, and this was a song that led it off every week, and just hearing that 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 do 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 do. Also, um, it's yeah. in that movie uh, Pixels. That my kid, my kids really love that movie. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, the video games, Adam Sandler. Yeah. And yeah, it's there's so just it's such a great song and it has such a fond place in pop culture that it had to make the list. It was like as soon as I was going through it, I'm like, that's definitely just it was just a matter of placement. But definitely, Lover Boy worked for the weekend. Number seven deserves to be here. It's it's such a great song. It's again, it's so 80s. Right, yes. like this song. This is not one that you're confused about what decade that's in. That is one that I mean, it's so 80s. Again, it's it's just a per, it has just that very recognizable beat, you know, and it and it has a great message too. Like we are all working for the weekend. It really does, <laughs> you know, really does help you kind of get through the week. You know, it's it's hump day, and you're like, oh man, you know, two more days, and you know, I've I've got this going on, and it, I, it, you know, it was a perfect way to kind of get everyone on board with that song because everyone can relate to it. You know, any working person is like, yes, no, I, I, I know exactly how they feel. I know what's going on there. And then again, all you need is just a fun, catchy chorus to sing to. And everybody's working for the weekend. Mm-hmm. It was just easy to sing for everyone and just a perfect encapsulation of, of 80s music. So I couldn't agree more. That's a great pick. Um, and I'll move on to my number seven, which is... A song by a band that has a lot of hits, but I guess this would be referred to as their most popular and I think recognizable song for maybe better or worse. It's not my personal favorite song by them, but it's a song that once it's in your head, it takes a while for it to get out of. And that's because, again, it has just a beat that just stays with you. Um, And then also it's just fun to sing along with. My number seven is uh, Africa by Toto. Oh, all right. That's and it's, awesome. again, it's, it's not my favorite Toto song. I, I think I prefer Hold the Line. I really I really enjoy that song. But a- Africa is a great song. I mean, it's sung extremely well. It's, um, I mean, the beat, dun, 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 dun. I mean, once you hear that, it's pretty much stuck in your head for the remainder of that day. And, it, you know, you really can't get out of that. And it's one of those songs that a lot of people don't know the words to the verses, right? The verses, you know, are kind of a little somber and, and they're a little bit like he sings them kind of low. But then once it gets to the it's going to take a lot to, you know, keep you away from me and, and all of the, you know, I saw the rain down in Africa and all of that, you know, once it gets to the bridge in the chorus, so easy to sing along with so much fun. People, you know, tend to really enjoy it. And I think that's why it's had such um, 
a lifespan that you know that it's had and why so many people recognize it and why it is their most recognizable song but I, I you know and it's a really good song and I, I i had to place it on my list because i really just enjoy it as a song now whereas before it was more of a novelty of like it's a fun beat and i can't wait to get to the the chorus but now that i'm older and i you know i appreciate just music more in general i can go back and listen to it and say wow this is a really good song from start to finish so that's my my number seven yeah it, it's definitely awesome. I, I again i think i was confused on the year on this one or else it probably it's another made, one like that yeah yep. it would it would have made my list for sure um but it is it is a great song it's a song i hear i mean weezer's cover is okay of it yeah if you go on YouTube, uh, Kristen Bell and her husband Dak Shepard did a, did like their own version of a music video for this. They did like a, um, I guess they when they were decide when they were you know getting ready to have kids and start start a family, they took a big trip to uh, Africa. So I guess they ended up while they were there in different locations like shooting um, stuff with it with the song and. And yeah, no, it's definitely it's it's like a nice song, you know what I mean? Like do 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 yeah. do, do, do do. It's it's it. Toto has a lot of great songs, and there's another Toto song that is in my honorable mentions, and it's probably we're gonna we're gonna do this on, on the jukebox when we have a, it's 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 earmark it's penciled in for a theme week that we have planned, and it's a. One of the, it's like one of those songs like if I hear like the end of it as I'm flipping channels on uh, Sirius I get upset because it's like I, you missed I, it, yeah. I, I missed it I wanted to hear this song come on man yep yeah so. yeah no agreed uh, I, yeah I, same thing yeah it's a song that I I want to listen to it from the beginning right like uh, if I walk into like a you know a store and it's on right and it's like towards the end yeah it's kind of like oh man you know if I was just here a few minutes earlier I, you know I could have got to hear the whole thing which is crazy because you can just put it on in the car put it on on your phone but it's like you just kind of you get you know you mentioned that FOMO early you get FOMO almost for not hearing the whole song I know it's that good that's why yeah it it definitely is so all right we uh we're moving along here Uh, I think we're up to number six so my number Uh, six we talked about already Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks Oh, perfect. Yeah, so we can we can go into it. So we only had it, uh, you know, one one spot apart. Your number six, my number seven. So I, obviously we feel kind of similarly about it. But go ahead and, and you know, kind of say why it made your list, and then I'll chime in afterwards. Well, it's that that and Stevie Nicks with that that smoky raspy voice. It's one wing girl sings a song yeah. and I. It's yeah, it's got the it's got the rock, it's got her song, and it's got that ooh ooh to you, and it just you see the way Jack Black is like kind of like almost like moving like a bird, like an owl in that scene in School of Rock, and that's kind of how I get when I hear the song, and <laughs> and and she's Stevie Nicks is smoking in the video for this yeah. also, yeah, she's she's like the it's like a she's a she's a rock chick. That's, there's no other way to, to describe her. And yeah, it 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 kind of checks all the bo- all the boxes for um you know a, a nice strong female rock song. Uh, that's like the best description I, c- I can give of it. And it's yeah, you can definitely sing along to it, you can dance to it, and you can rock out to it. So what else do you need for a song? Yeah, this is a song that I I hear almost every single time I I go out to karaoke. 
<laughs> like this is a song that's you know somebody decides that they have that courage and they go up there and they try to hit the notes and obviously they can't and it doesn't sound good but you know what you don't really care because you're you're listening to edge of 17 and so you're like well you know what it's fine i can't hit those not notes either but i i definitely try and, you know you hit the nail on the head it's that opening it's funny because the opening to this and the opening to to eye of the tiger are very similar mm-hmm. right kind of yeah. starts off with that 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 same beat and so you're kind of like at that early on within three seconds you know okay this i'm about to go on an adventure you know for the next three and a half four minutes depending on how, how long the song is you know you're about to take a ride and it's going to be fun it's going to be enjoyable you know you're going to want to you know it, it, this is a song where it's like by the time you come out of it you look like you just got off of a roller coaster you know <laughs> your hair's all messed yes. up and you know you've really been through it maybe you know there's a rip in your shirt or something like that because it really is an adventure ride this song and and i'm really happy to also get this on the list because you know, when I made the decision to start totally rank and, and start from 1980, I, I, you know, that eliminates, you know, Fleetwood Mac for the most part, right? Like, I mean, they're obviously they're great stuff, right? And so it's nice to at least have Stevie Nicks represented on the list here because, you know, her contributions to music, especially in the, you know, mid to late 70s into the 80s, you know, she's one of the most recognizable and was one of the more popular women in all of music around that time. And so I think it's important to have her on a top 10 list and yeah this is just a great song i mean obviously she sings it well just like she did all of her songs and it has the great beat to it and it's another song that has really kind of stood the test of time i think that even in this generation it's pretty recognizable they named a movie after this song that Haley yes. steinfeld movie from a few mm-hmm. years ago which actually wasn't that bad um so i you know this is a song that has a lot of staying power and i, I don't think it's going anywhere because it's just so much fun and i and i also for some reason and it just seems like that it's almost got that female empowerment feel to it as well yeah like just a strong woman who has something to say and is just gonna you know go out there and say what she wants to and you know not take crap from anyone and that was that's kind of the attitude of this song yeah it's definitely it's timeless that's kind of what it is because it doesn't you could play it anytime it doesn't feel dated yeah you know what i mean like like a lot of the songs we talked about, like yeah, those are definitely '80s tunes. This is a song that it, it's no, you could you could it could come out today, something like this, right? Because oh yeah, it's yeah, this is something you could definitely see like um like a new artist breaking through with something like this. It's it's yeah, it's it's just and I could definitely see the karaoke thing and 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 I'm sure people do a good job and sure people do not so good jobs at this song and. Uh, have, have, having a great time doing it regardless. Yeah, uh, agreed. And I'm glad that it made the list for both of us. So uh, on to my number six, and I'm just going to say right now, my number six is probably too low. I think that most people who listen to this will probably scream uh, once they hear what my number six is, because I think that this is a song that is on a lot of people's best songs of the 80s in general. Not even just 1982, but in general, I think it's one of the more popular songs of the entire decade. I think it's a song that people instantly think of when they think 80s. Um, I think it's a song that has, I think it's actually more popular now than it was when it came out in 1982. Um I think people love the name of the band. They love the music video. They just love the funky, crazy, not sure what type of genre this is, ver- like style of the song, but it's great anyway. Um, and it's you talk about fun to sing along to. Uh, my number six is Come On Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners. Wow. 
Definitely a definite one-hit wonder there. Yeah, but a huge one-hit wonder and a song that people just really, really latch on to and people really enjoy. And it is, it's a ton of fun. From the very first note, you know, to the, come on, Eileen, and everything else, you know, through the whole song, to the breakdown at the end, Eileen, to Luria. Like, I have no idea what's going on in that song. I don't know what they're saying <laughs> half the time. I don't know what the messages that they're trying to portray, and I don't care because I'm just having a good time when I listen to this song. Oh, yeah. Definitely a good song. Uh, it, di- it did not make my list. It didn't because I went by the top 100. Maybe it was on the 1983 top 100. Yeah, probably. Possibly. And again, I think it's a song that I think it got more popular as, know, it as it aged. Yeah, I think this is a song that aged a lot better than it did when it initially came out. Because I think part of that was it's such a weird song to place. It's kind of like, well, what radio station does this go on? You know, is this is this pop? Is this a rock song? Is this polka? Like, you know, what is this? And I think it suffered from that a little bit. Definitely as a kid, seeing this video and not quite understanding why are they all in like, you know, cover, you know overalls or, or coveralls, whatever yeah. they're called. And I'm like, is this how people dress in, in England? You know, right. <laughs> with, with, you know, and you didn't see a lot of fiddle then outside of country music. You didn't see, they look like street kids, really. That, yeah. That's probably the way it is. And it was, it was, it's a very in, interesting video where they're literally just on a street corner, like singing this song. And, and I'm like, are they like, you know, homeless. Like, what is the deal with this? I know they're they're. I mean, they're busking. That's that's what the music video is. Yeah, it's, they're just busking. And I, yeah, I I still can't make sense of it. But like I said, damn it, when the song comes on, I I just can't help but enjoy myself. And this is one of those songs I had to do lip syncs for, and I still don't know all the words to it. I just tried to mouth it as yeah. best as I could. But it was. It's one of those songs that definitely would pop the crowd. You know, it's yeah. like people love this song. When 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 you're DJing, at, you know you you have like your your break glass break glass kind of songs where it's like we don't want to play this now because it it's something like if we need it right we're gonna play it tonight but we yeah. just gotta find the right placement for this and when you're trying to get the people hyped up or you seem like nobody's really been dancing the last couple of songs this is a song you throw on and it would instantly get people up and dancing around because. It's a song that not only do women like dancing to, it's a song guys like dancing to. It's maybe yeah. like the 80s equivalent of tub thumping. You know, tub thumping, you know, came That's out by Chumbo Wamba. It was like, oh, I get you know, and I, Common Eileen kind of has the same feeling. It's just, it's maybe it's its older brother, so to speak. Where it yeah, you would just that, get people up and you got that tooralu and you just dance around and you just kind of get that spinning around and then you jump up and down saying, come on, Eileen. One of those, it's definitely a, a, a great crowd participation song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that. I love the comparison to Tub Thumping. I never even thought of that, but you're absolutely right. Tub Thumping is another song where I don't know what the hell's going on, right? Like, I have no idea what pissing the night away is, or I have no why they're <laughs> shouting out Danny Boy. Like, I don't, I don't get it, but I'm so invested in it that I don't care that I don't get it because I'm having so much fun. And yeah, the deck and come on, Eileen's the same thing. I, it's, it's, 
I, this song's just fun, and and I mean, I've heard this song a million times. I mean, it's one of my mom's favorites, so it was, you know, pretty much a daily listen for me for many, many years. And so I had to put it on my list for that reason. Again, I think there are probably songs that are a better overall song than this, but when you kind of put together the whole package, I felt like this had to land on my top ten. Uh, yeah, very. That's a, a great pick there. We uh we're into our top fives already. We're kind of we're you know we're going through this nicely, which is good. We're making good time because I know we've both got a lot of honorable mentions. So, uh, but let's break in the top five, Andy. All right, for this song, uh, another '80s band had they had a a number of hits actually, and uh, one but this is their biggest one, arguably, a, a memorable music video for a a young lad, and. You know, this song is all about my my uh, my love running cold. My memory has just been sold. My angel <laughs> is a centerfold. Centerfold by Jake Giles Band. My I remember my cousin, my older cousin who's three years older than me, got me turned on to this song, and he made me listen to it for the first time. And he he's like, my love's been ripped and all this stuff. And he tried to explain to me <laughs> what he thought the song was about and things like that. And it's just a, a really fun song. Again, another one that was we would play at the at the at, at that club a lot. We had a whole choreographed yeah. dance for the waitresses to do it, and it's it's you know that do 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 you know another song that gets people involved and and my na 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 it's it's just again checking all the boxes of a great eighty song. It's memorable yeah. hooks. It's got a good chorus. It's got participation you could do when you're when you're at a club or a bar hearing it and love and love the music video <laughs> yeah it it's one of my absolute favorite songs of the entire decade i mean it, it's there's nothing not to like about the song i will always say this anytime you can get the word negligee into a song <laughs> uh, that that speaks volumes about that song so i that's i i wax poetic about Centerfold by Jay Giles Band. It's an amazing song. It's so much fun. I, oh, I always have a smile on my face when I hear it. You know, whenever it comes, this is another one of those songs where I'm mad if I don't hear it from the beginning, right? Yes. Because I just want to hear the whole thing. It's a party. It, you know, you feel like you're just at a party, regardless of where. I could be listening to this song, you know, mowing the lawn, right? But I feel like I'm at a party just because that's the type of the type of emotions that it, in, it evokes, right? Like, it's just fun. You just want to be around other people, you know, who are dancing and having a good time. That's what this song is. This is the song equivalent of, of just like a cocktail party. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Great choice. Great, great way to start off the top five. Um, my number five is... Another song that I always hear at karaoke. It's another song that I I used to uh, you know perform when I would do like rock band nights with my friends. Uh, this was one of the go tos because it's just easy to sing and it's a lot of fun to sing. It's a really recognizable song. Um, I thought maybe this is where you were going when you started saying you know but you know by band has a lot of hits but this might be their biggest and I was like oh is he is he gonna say the same thing? Uh, my number five is Hungry Like the Wolf, Duran Duran. Oh wow! Again, again, a miss on my end because I'm going. I went off the Billboard list, so yeah, I, I'm thinking maybe it probably hit later on. I should have probably really, really yeah. gone by release dates, but I went by the the Billboard charts. But yeah, it's this 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 is up for debate whether it's their biggest 
song. I mean, it's definitely oh, it's certainly up, to up debate, there. Yeah. Could you argue? I don't think Rio is bigger, but would the Reflex be bigger? Would um, uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, I think that I, th- mm, I yeah, I don't would, think uh, Rio would do you do a kill be bigger? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it yeah. There's 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 some good ones, right? Come Undone was a big one for them, but that was obviously, that was that was their they're kind of their re- the revival of of Duran. Yeah, that was they, they hadn't had a hit for a while. Nineties, but yeah, that was yeah. a while. Uh, but yeah, they have a lot of good songs. But mm-hmm. man, hungry like the wolf is just that's such a fun song to sing to. You know, um, again, it, it you can sing along to it. It has the do 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 do. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have something that's easy for people to sing along to, it, it's almost guaranteed to be a hit in that era. You know, because that's all people wanted to do. They wanted to hear music that they could sing along to. But and the, the lyrics are actually, you know, the lyrics of that song are, are, are good, you know. Um, and I, I think the message was interesting. Like, you hadn't really heard songs like that before where, you know, someone's saying, like, I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. You know, I'm hungry like the wolf. And it's kind of like, it, it, you know, just something different, something different than, than what you were hearing in, in a lot of other songs, lyrics wise. And, you know, it's just a really good, fun song. I think people enjoy singing along to it. Another song that I think is pretty timeless, like it's still pretty popular and recognizable. I think a lot of people, you know, even who aren't, you know, fans of the 80s, you know, when it comes to music, know the song and probably secretly enjoy it, whether they choose to admit it or not. Uh, and I, I knew it had to make its way onto my list because it's just a song that I really enjoy by obviously one of the bigger bands of, of that decade. Um, and they deserve to be represented on the list. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was my sister's favorite band growing up. So heard it a lot, you know, obviously, like every other female born in the late 60s, early 70s, had a big crush on John Taylor. Sure. Uh, still do my one of my close friends wife like has gone to like 80 Duran Duran shows I think or something like that wow. it is yeah it is a great song the song we've covered on, on the video jukebox with the music video it, it, it's almost like um and in not I don't know Indiana Jones-esque because it's set like in I think it was like Sri Lanka I think where they where they shot it and it's like an adventure. They're all looking for Simon the Bond. He has that little that fight in the in the in yeah. the, uh, the jungle. And I really like the wolf. And it and it has that like <laughs> kind of like it goes down and it comes right back up at the end. I break from the crowd. I'm on the hunt. Hopefully, I'm not singing more than Criscolo because I that's really bad for me if I'm doing. I that. think I think you are singing a little. Oh bit my god! Bit. But I'm not going. I oh, think fuck. Whenever you like, you have a song. <laughs> but um, no, it, it that yeah, definitely a a and a great choice, and they deserve to a Duran Duran song should be on the list almost every episode. <laughs> almost most say, yeah, almost every year for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think this will be the last time. Uh, you know that we hear from them on this show so uh all right number four number four so there's there's something that you don't see a lot of these days it's phone numbers written on the walls in bathrooms <laughs> we don't we don't really get that anymore because of caller id right but there is a phone number probably could be the most famous phone number in history and it's eight six seven five three oh nine slash jenny by tommy two-tone and again, another sing-along song with "I got it, I got it, I got." It. I mean, anybody that had that number at the time, I feel really, really bad for. 
and I'm sure people would just go to a pay phone back in the day and just call it. it I always think of um, Bad Teacher because it's, yes. it's it's in that yep. movie as well. And it's it's I'm trying Tommy Tuto. I'm trying to think what other hits he may have had. I think he had. Or do I have it confused with the tubes? Talk to you later. Or was that the tubes? Um, <laughs> Hits, hits in Tommy Two-Tone, it depends on your definition of a hit, because yeah, I think yeah. most well, people would probably say this is the only one. Yeah, it's probably the only one, but no, it, he made a phone number into yeah. a uh, into a remar- memorable phrase, and, and it's funny, it's, 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 it's said how we wouldn't traditionally say a phone number, right? 8675309, it would be 8675309 is how we would normally say it. But it's it's and this is an '80s song, definitely. It, this would not. This is not a '90s song, oh, yeah. not a '70s song, not an Audie song. It's this is an '80s song, and it, it is up there with probably some of the greatest one-hit wonders. If you're going to call him a one-hit wonder, um, yeah. So he definitely was. It was making my list when I, you know, had my my general uh, uh, first pass. It was it was definitely going to make the top ten. A, a little higher agreed. than I thought. On all fronts. Agreed on all fronts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I mean, and it is, I don't think it's arguable. It's the most popular phone number <laughs> of all time, right? I mean, it's, it's, yeah, that, that, that's, I mean, your top five is starting out very, very strong. Um, you know, if this is any indication, your top three are gonna, gonna have to be bangers because you, you've, yeah. you've really set the bar here with your, <laughs> your number five and your number four. Um, my number four, uh, you already mentioned before, it's Eye of the Tiger. Uh, so that's where that's where it landed for me. And again, th- it's just everything that we said before. It, like the lyrics of the song are just so inspirational and just really make you want to overcome the odds, right? And and just persevere. And that's what that song is all about. You take just if you take just the lyrics alone, it's incredible. But then you just add the you know the music to it and the 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 beat and everything and it just comes together perfectly it's such a just such a uh, a quintessential just go-to song in so many different areas of life that you can use it and it's everything that we said before so i won't go into it because we already spent a lot of time but survivor eye of the tiger was my number four so now we are into our top threes and i'm really interested to see what you have um because your five and four have been off the charts so far you know when you go for a drive you might think that it's magic but it's not and the song I'm doing by a extremely popular band had some success in the 70s, but mostly an 80s band. It's not their biggest hit, but I'm going to say it's probably their most fun song and their most one that you can kind of, uh, I guess, dance along to. And if you couldn't think of the three titles of other songs by them that I just slipped into my little spiel <laughs> I just did, it is Shake It Up by The Cars. And it is... Again, I, a little surprising that this placed as high as it did on my list, but it's one of those I hear do 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 do. It just gets my head moving, you know. And I bop yeah. up and down, and you dance all night, play all day, you know, shaking it up. It, it, a great refrain, upbeat song, and and I, like I said, the cars, the car, because the cars took you on a lot of different directions, right? Yeah, you oh, might yeah. think. You might think what is probably one of the greatest videos of all time, and a really it's a that's a fun song, right? It's it's just like it's 
you might think so. And then you have Drive, which is a great ballad. Yeah. And, and you have Magic, which is sneakily, to me, a good song. Like a song that once I hear it playing, I don't want to change the channel. It's kind of songs. It's like not a song I necessarily will seek out, but when I hear it, I I really like enjoy it. But Shake It Up yeah. is. I just remember the video for it in the cars and and it's it's it hasn't gotten as much play in the, in, in in as to, over time as other car songs but again it's it's so it's so much fun and it's it's just like kind of light airy poppy right it's just about shake it up do 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 shake it up it's 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 you know you could definitely take this song and and you know, make it into like a heavy metal, or you could do it into a dance song. You could take the 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 lyrics and kind of twist them in so many different directions. Yeah, that just shakes. That just shows how how great the song is. That it could translate into other things. But this, it will never be as good as this if you if they were ever to do that. But definitely a uh, a little bit of a surprise to myself. But it it deserves its place at number three on my list. I think. Yeah, I, I I actually liked that you have the cars represented on your list because yeah, I think I'm probably more of a fan of some of their late '70s stuff, right? Just what I needed. Um, oh yeah, my best friend's girl, like you know some of those big ones that came out in the in the late '70s there. So I don't know that there was an opportunity for them to be to show up on one of my lists, and so I'm glad that because they are a great band and they are a band that should be recognized, and I think they're actually probably a little bit underrated yeah. as a band. Yeah you know that people don't give enough credit to especially in that that you know time era that time frame when there were just a lot of great bands that were pumping out hits but the cars were right up there with them and so i'm glad that you've represented them on your list you're right it's i mean it is a it's a song that gets you moving um it's a lot of fun i do remember the music video and it's it's definitely i mean most of these songs here you know we're really in that era right that mtv era of you know the video is almost as important as the the beat and the lyrics of the song you know if the video wasn't good you know a lot of times the song would end up flopping or vice versa a great video would take a song that really isn't that good and and bring it to the stratosphere and so you know this was one where the music video certainly you know helped and did a lot of favors for the song as well so um i like it number three the cars all right, I'm moving to my number three by another band that had some hits in the 70s and also some hits in the 80s. And I think another band where this probably, I mean, I guess it depends on who you ask. This is definitely one of their their bigger songs and one of their most memorable songs, but maybe not their biggest. I think it depends on who you talk to, and that says a lot about them. Uh, they've come up on, they were on my 1981 list of my honorable mentions. Finally, we're able to break into my top 10 into my number three spot, a band that I just absolutely love and have so much appreciation for. My number three is Hall and Oates, Maneater. Oh, all right. All right. Hall and Oates, uh, spoiler, uh, is on my list. We haven't gotten oh, there yet, right. but it's not Maneater. Yeah, no. And uh, I think, and again, that speaks to just, how good they were they yeah. have so many good songs and they're just very talented um just a really talented band i i mean with manning specifically it's the you know oh here she comes yeah uh, it's just 
it's just it's just a different style of song like you know it does have some soul and it does have some funk and it has some pop and it has a little bit of early r&b like you know they really were very eclectic and all over the place and this is just a song that's just kind of smooth kind of easy you know doesn't really go up or down too much it's it pretty you know tempo wise it, it pretty much stays where it is and you know Daryl Hall hits hits the notes, you know, perfectly, and I mean, he, I think it's a flawless vocal performance, and it it just works. It's just such a good, fun song. It's another one where, like, when I hear it halfway through, I'm like, oh man, you know, I want to go back to the beginning and listen to this all the way through because I don't want this to end. And then obviously, I go down the Hall and Oates rabbit hole, and now it's 45 <laughs> minutes later, and <laughs> I've been very unproductive because they have such a great, you know, diverse catalog. But I just really enjoy this song. I, I think it's just well done and. And, um, you know, maybe the just the I mean, vocally, just uh, one of their better songs, in my opinion, and and just a real crowd pleaser, too. I think I think a lot of people enjoy this song and, you know, the message of it. it you know, it's kind of funny because, you know, the song is I mean, you're he's saying all these you know derogatory things about this woman, but he doesn't sing it in a way that feels negative. You know, like yeah. it doesn't you don't realize it. Oh, man, you know, he's really just dragging this girl through the mud because I think the delivery of the song is so well that you're just kind of encapsulated. You don't even realize what he's talking about and what the subject matter is. And I think that, you know, that makes it even even better because, you, you know, you don't realize off the bat that this is kind of a negative song, but it's just it's sung so well and so positively that it doesn't matter. And I, I just yeah. really, really, really love this song. Yeah, it's not cold hard bitch by Jet, but it is right. Uh, exactly, it's it, yeah, it's 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 sneakily, you know, kind of a uh, uh, hitting on on on, a, on you know this this woman for her her ways. Uh, yeah. I I I will reserve my 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 general Hall notes thoughts until we get to the one I have on my list. But I love the horn work on this on this song. Yeah, it, it adds to it. it. That's what makes the song really. It. You know that, and it's like you said, it's all their songs. A lot of their songs are so different. I mean, we could talk about uh, like, like I can't go for that. No, that right. I don't. I don't love that song actually, but it. That's you could you could play them all in a row, and you hear like you make my dreams come true. You I mean I can't think of a, you know. That it's in so many movies like Five Hundred Days of Summer and Wedding Singer. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're a band. They something they, like Sarah Smile. She's oh, yeah. gone. Like, even some of their other seventies yeah, stuff just yeah. sounds so different. They 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 don't get enough credit. Uh, the, they don't. Them. And, and, and their cover of Jingle Bell Rock too is is pretty great. Damn awesome. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say that much more because it's a great song, great pick. Um, didn't make my list just because another song made my list uh, by them. So, well, let's see if that song is either. I mean, we're going to find out now if it's either number two or number one, because you're up at number two. So it's either Hall and Oates or it's uh, something else. Well, at number two, it is a, a band that had a couple of hits over here. Uh, big in Australia. Um, again, a lot of great uh, saxophone in this song and it's a question when somebody comes to your door you're going to say who can it be now by Ooh, minute work yes again another one of my all-time favorite 80 songs it's yeah. and, and the saxophone just really just brings draws you into the song colin hay 
with that with that great voice of his. I I do think Down Under is a um a slightly better song overall, but Who Can It Be Now is more iconic to me because just just because of of, of the saxophone work and and he kind of uh you know hits a little bit higher with some of his notes and, and the music video with his facial expressions and his the way he moves his <laughs> eyes at times in it yeah is is it kind of was like a little freaky for me as a kid and I just you know who can it be now with the with the saxophone and everything it, it yeah. it's it's solid and and it was a no brainer to to be high on my list not number one the number two. Yeah, it, it it really is a great song. Both honestly, both "Who Can It Be Now" and "Down Under" are probably oversights on on my part. Um, and they, you know, it's a band that absolutely deserves to be represented because I mean, they have some other good songs too. But yeah, I mean, these two specifically are you know two of the bigger songs of the '80s in general, right? Um, and I do love the saxophone. It, it does add so much to yes. that song. It just it makes it so different. It makes you know it's you're kind of like oh you're, you're listening to it you know without you know take the saxophone out and it's still a really good song, but it kind of sounds similar to some other songs. You add the, the saxophone in and it just makes it completely different than it, really anything else that was coming out at that time. Um, it is a great song. You're right. I, you know, and definitely a music video that I remember watching a lot. Um, just a fun song. Yeah. A, a yeah. good sort of easy does it, you know, again, not, a, not outside of the saxophone, not a ton of bells and whistles, you know, just pretty simple and, and sung, you know, nice and, and easy, but yeah, really good song. Really yeah, a strong lot of pick the there. Strong, strong drum work too. in in the song, and had we had if we were doing 1983 on this episode, Down Under would have been would be on that list for me. I could tell you that yeah. much because I think that charted yeah. more because that came out later. Who can it be now was released first as a single. Who can it be now was yeah that was yeah yeah. So that's why uh, I think Down Under because I I do own all the Billboard Top 10 CDs back from those from those DJ days. Oh yeah. Uh, and I do remember um, that being on this being on 1982 and and down under being on 1983. So yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, great great band, great song, great choice. No complaints here. Um, my number two, man. If if I if I made this list five years ago, this wouldn't have been in my top ten. This okay. maybe wouldn't have been in my. This may might not have been in my honorable mentions. I I, I probably would have forgot this song existed. And I I have I heard it maybe five years ago, I think it came up on a playlist or something. And I heard the song and I went, wow, I love that song. That song's amazing. Who's this by? What's going on? I need to know everything about this song. This song to me was like the epitome of the end of the movie. You get the girl, um, you know, the girl you've been pining for all is right in the world. And you know, that things are going to be okay. And then I realized that, this song is in a, a popular movie in, in the year. Um, it's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And uh, I just love this song so much. My number two is Somebody's Baby by Jackson Brown. Oh, yeah. can't I cannot and, think of uh, Ridgemont High. I, I have to think of that. Right. That song's Ridgemont High if I hear this song. This is, like, probably the song that I would want at the end of my life if my life was a movie. Like, it's, it's just... It's it's just fun. It's just a great song. She's got to be somebody's baby. She must be somebody's baby. And I just anyone who's ever pined for anyone, 
regardless of gender. Anyone who's ever pined for someone, this is the song you want to play when they finally realize, they finally notice you and recognize you and realize that, you know, you're the one for them. This is like that anthem for me for that song. And I think it's just really good, you know? Gonna shine tonight. Yeah, she's gotta be somebody's baby tonight. Like, I love that. I just love the way Jackson Brown sings the song. Like, his vocal quality in the song is great. Um... And a lot of songs, especially in the 80s, the you know, I, I always feel as if the verses don't quite match, like, the chorus, right? Like, you kind of get through – the verses are kind of like, all right, let me get through it so we can really get to the chorus. And, you know, like, you know, so obviously not all of them, but, like, um, you know, some of these on the list, like – Steven, like Edge of Seventeen, right? People just people really want to get to the chorus, right? They really want to get there. Um, same thing with Africa. People really want to get to the chorus. What I like about Somebody's Baby is I love the verses. I like the, the I love the, the verses. Don't take away from the chorus to me. Like I think it's written well, it's sung well all the way through, and that's something that I really appreciate about this song. And I I'm honestly like I'm so surprised that it made it this high on my list. But every time I go and I listen to it and then I listen to one of the other songs, I'm like, the one I want to listen to again is Somebody's Baby. And mm-hmm. so it had to creep up this high on my list just based on the fact that this is something I, I can listen to on repeat and not get sick of, you know, for three, four or five times in a row. So that's uh, that was the hallmark of, of this song for me and, and why it got all the way up to my number two. And well, it tells a story, which is, a, again, yeah. another another great attribute of this song. Although the scene, from what I can remember, it's been a while since I've seen the movie all the way through. It's something I was trying to do on Laugh in Theater for for a while. And um, I think it's in the scene where Damone knocks up Stacy in the uh, in the pool house, you know, where he kind of takes her. Uh, yeah, I think her, you're right. Her virginity. So it's it's like you think of that movie, but you also kind of think of the scene and you're like, oh, it's not. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost <laughs> a little misplaced. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not. Well, it's kind of. Yeah, it's 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 being used ironically, I think, in, right, that, in exactly. that moment, um, because, you know, Rat is in love with her and that's his best friend. And he kind of, uh, you know, you know, uh, sees an opportunity and he doesn't even think he just just goes in there and and then he cuts out right after it's done. And then there's the aftermath, which he handles uh, extremely poorly. Um, but it's definitely <laughs> yes. a great song. Um yeah, she's gotta be. I mean, if it doesn't elicit like an emotional response, it's, if it's not a song like, you know, back in the day we had makeout tapes. This is a song <laughs> that was on. This was a. This was on your makeout tape that, like, you know, you're in the car yeah. and you pop it in, and you know, you're hoping to maybe you know, get the first base or a little further if 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 you're that lucky. Um, it, it was definitely a song that you know you put on when it's it's time for some uh, some romance, so to speak. Absolutely. It, it's a nice song, too. Jackson Brown has such a great voice, and it just lends yeah. it to it. And, it, yeah, like, and I, I really, you know, it was kind of, you opened my, 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 my eyes a little bit to how much the, ver- the, the, the lyrics, not really the, the, the refrain, the chorus is, you know, you, you'd rather listen to the other parts of the song. Because of other yeah, stories. The, the chorus doesn't right, it doesn't stand as well on its own, right? With some of these songs again, the chorus can stand on its own and you don't really need the verses. You know? Yeah. Um, but this is a song where th- those verses are so important because it really does lead up to the chorus. And the chorus doesn't it doesn't mean as much without, you know, without the verses. And you know, Andy, I I've had 
too many situations where, you know, back in the day, back in high school or in college where, you know, you're kind of sitting around and, and you're like, you know, I want to make this grand gesture. I really want to go and profess my love for this girl, but I know I shouldn't. Right. I know that, like, I don't want to make a fool of myself, but you know what? She's at work right now. and I should just run there with the boom box and just go and tell <laughs> her my feelings. But I won't. I'm a little hesitant. And then, you know, you listen to this song and you're like, going to shine tonight, make her mind tonight. And you're like, you know what? Get off your ass. Let's do it. Put on your best outfit. Go. And for me, it's like I'd go. I'd walk, you know, 15, 20 blocks uh, you know, to where she works and, and go make my big proclamation. And ultimately, you know, if you know anything about me, it's, you know, it did not work out. But you know what? It's about the effort. And <laughs> this is that type of song that makes me want to do that. Right. Like yeah. this is that motivation that I need. Yeah. You know, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Right? Exactly. You got you to gotta, gotta shoot your shot, man. Come on. And thanks, and thanks to Jackson. Jackson Brown has gotten me rejected probably more than any other person. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Jackson Brown, for this song. And with that, we can move on to our number ones. Um, I'm actually going to reverse it. I'll go first. Okay. Um, because my number one you already mentioned way, way earlier, and that is Iran by Flock of Seagulls. Wow. It, it's one of my absolute favorite songs ever, not just in the 80s. I just I love this song. Um when I when I think of this song, I first think of just watching the video again with my mom, VH1 pop-up video, probably in like 1994, right, when the song was already over 10 years old, but was still just so cool to me and so unique and so different. And then I think of Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which obviously, you know, I grew up in the, you know, 90s and into the early 2000s, and Grand Theft Auto Vice City was you know, one of the most popular video games at that time and something that I played probably every day for over a year. And this was kind of, this song was in the trailer that, you know, for the game before it got released and that breathed new life into it for me. It kind of reminded me of this song and I was like, oh my God, I love this song so much. And it's, you know, the way that it's sung is just different, right? I never thought I'd meet a girl like you. Like, you know, it's just different. It wasn't, I didn't hear anything like that before that. And it just really stuck with me. And I ran, I ran so far away. I ran both night and day. I couldn't get away. Like the lyrics are simple and they're easy, but the way that it's performed along with the beat, it just works. It just works for me. Like this is a song that's played so much that I, you know, I remember the lead singer of Fox Eagle saying like, he hates this song and like he refused <laughs> to do it live after a while because it's all anyone ever requested of them. And it's all anyone remembered them by, um, and that's obviously a bad thing for, for him and maybe for them, but that's a great thing for us um, that this exists. So it's like I'm glad that uh, that was all that was requested because that shows – that validates me putting this number one on my list because this is just one of the top songs for me of the – like, again, when I think 80s music, this is one of the first songs that comes up. Um, some people call it a one-hit wonder. Again, I think it depends on people's classification of a hit. Like that's fine with me. I don't really care how you classify it or how you classify a flock of seagulls. I just, I, I'm absolutely in love with this song and I always will be. So that's why it was my number one. I, I put this at number one and then constructed the rest of my list. Cause I knew nothing would top this for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really play Grand Theft Auto. So, uh, I, it was, I was a little past yeah. my time. Uh, I was, I was past that air, that stage, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of uh, course. But, but was pop-up video on as early as 94? 
Really? Yeah, I used to watch it. Yeah, I used to watch it. I'd be like five or six. Oh, wow. Yeah, watching it with my mom. Wow, because I was when I was in my in the early two thousands. I think they, it was still on, and they were because I remember I was oh, yeah. working at an edit house doing something for um, for Nick at Night or something like that, and um, they were doing pop up video in the next room. They were editing uh, some episodes because I'm like, was it must that was a long run then for pop up video. I mean, it's it, yeah, it was it was around it was around for a while. It was, I think I remember it most from probably like ninety eight. Mm-hmm. That's probably like when I watched it the most when I was a little bit older. But I definitely remember watching it being a little bit younger than that too. So it had to it had to be you know ninety four ninety five around yeah, that era. Great great way to repurpose material and call it a new show, you know. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Well, and it was perfect for me. Again, it really exposed me to a lot of music that I had either never heard before or hadn't heard, you know, in in a long time. And again, yeah, it was a perfect way to throw on, you know, a flock of seagulls and put some fun facts on there. And, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the next day at school, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, definitely uh, better music than I had to listen to growing up, like you know, not no knock on Neil Diamond, Helen Reddy, Kenny Rogers, but that was the kind of <laughs> stuff I had to listen to in the car. Hey, I, I also had to, I also had to grow up listening to Helen Reddy because my mom loved Helen Reddy, so oh. I'm right there with you. I've heard I Am Woman way too many times. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, my number one, and now no, we'll. Throw it to you. I guess we know, spoiler alert, that it's Hall and Oates, but I'm interested yes. to see uh, which which song it is. Well, the, part of the reason it got here was was nostalgia for me. I, I love the band so much. It is the first concert I ever attended. I was It was probably around this year, maybe 80, late 82, early 83. I remember begging my parents to let me go with my sister, who, who against more against her, her, like her say, you know, had to take her, her, you know, she was 14, had to take her 10 year old brother with her to a concert with our, <laughs> with our older cousin. Um, I think she had an extra ticket or something like that. Somebody had backed out and I begged my parents to go and it was really shitty seats. I miss first time I ever smelled marijuana in my life. It was sure. a, lot, a lot of memorable things. Um, and I love so many songs by them, but this is probably my favorite song and it's a very simple video, but you know, you always got to be careful because those private eyes, they're oh. watching you. They see you yeah. every move, Andy. They see you. Eh, and it's like that cult clap. I mean, I do it in, when I'm listening to the song in the car. I, you know, I just I just hear it. It's like, again, another one. It's like I got to hear it from the beginning because it yeah. just starts off so strong. And not a song that like you would hear a lot in the, in the club or in the bar, but it when you look at the the insane catalog of of Hall and Oates, this this again is my favorite, and it just has that really great guitar uh, solo in it. And yeah, ooh, I could try to put up a throne. I'm a spy, you know. And <laughs> oh god, I yeah, it's a very simple video, but it's it's fun, and yeah, it's my my, my I guess it's my top song of 1982. I, I again, I cannot disagree with you. I absolutely love Hall and Oates. Private Eyes is, is such a good song. Um, <laughs> there's a, I don't even know what to call it. There's a, a, a thing called Call and Oates. It's a phone number that you call and it plays Hall and Oates songs. <laughs> and I used, I used to work in an office and someone told me about it and I was like, yeah, right. And so at the end of every shift, 
before I left for the end of the day, I would call a notes and I'd call out the number and then, uh, you know, it'll say like, you know, press one for, for man eater, press two for, you know, make my dreams come true, press three for private eyes. And so every day I would, I would, you know, pick a different Hall and Oates song. And that's how I would end my day. I would call a notes. Um, like, I'm like, all right, it's time to leave the office. I can't go for that. And then, you know, then I'd go home. So. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. Also, one of the top uh, all-time mustaches by John Oates. Oh. That, that gives yes. him a little credit yeah. there, too. Yeah, one of, one of my, my, my goals for a Halloween costume with my girlfriend is going to be Hall and Oates. And she's going to have to somehow pull off Daryl Hall. Because, <laughs> um, you know, obviously I'll have to I'll have to go Oates. But I think that's a that's a bucket list uh, couples costume that I want to do with her that she has no idea about. So, um, yeah, great, great mustache, great band, great song. I I, I will never be upset with with Hall and Oates topping anyone's list for anything. I mean, I have Maneater at three, Private Eyes at one. And again, I think that's just a testament to I mean, they had a, a really big uh, span right there. Nine, nine, uh, 81, 82 was really big for them. Oh, yeah. um, that's when they even 80, I think, uh, make my dreams come true with 80. But that two or three year span, they they were just cranking out hits there. So definitely, uh, definitely indicative of our list here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Cool. I um. well, let's get into our honorable mentions. I'll go first because you have 13 of them. <laughs> um, I don't have as many, so I'll, I'll go with mine first. Um, and. You know, again, we may have some overlap, but that's completely fine. Um, Rock the Casbah by The Clash uh, is an honorable mention for me. Just a, a fun song, um, a song I, I really remember my mom listening to a lot. Uh, my mom's a pretty performative singer. So mm-hmm. when she would sing along with her records, there'd be a lot of arm movement and a lot of animation. So this yeah. is one I remember her really getting into um, a lot. Uh, so that had to make my list. Uh, Marvin Gaye, Sexual Healing. Oh, uh, it's a okay. song that yeah, again, hard song to place. I don't, I didn't know that that song was 1982 until probably you think yesterday. Was, you think it was the 70s? You think it, yeah, because that that is one where you go, oh, that's 70s, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that was released in 82, so and that's obviously just a really good song, independent of of you know sexy time. But then you add that to it, and you know <laughs> obviously that that that's a big song. So uh, vacation by the Go Go's. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Go-Go's are another band that have come up before and, you know, they had a, a string of hits around this, this time as well in the early eighties. I think vacation is a really, a really fun song. Um, Dirk Homasar by after the fire. Wow. That's is, a one hit. That's a one hit wonder for that's sure. That's a big one hit wonder, but it's the don't turn around. Uh, uh, like, yeah, that is, um, that song's just fun. That's 80s, right? Like, that is almost as 80s as it gets. Uh, but that that song's a lot of fun. And then my last one is, and I really wanted to get this song on my list, and I initially had it on there, but I think I, I decided to go with Mickey instead of this song, just, again, because I think Mickey is a little bit more timeless and a little bit more memorable. But I absolutely love this song. It's it's very, very much 80s, um, especially the, I mean, the beat, I think, of Hot Tub Time Machine. Um my last honorable mention is Safety Dance by Men Without Hats, which, like, yeah. man, that song is so stupid, but the yes. beat is so good. Yeah, the beat do is that, so good that, that it Safety Dance, you. dance with your hands going above your head a certain way. Then, yeah. You know, oh, like a dance so if you want to, if you're all your friends are mine. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can dance. Uh, you can dance. Fun. Everybody do the dance. Like, I hate that, but I love the. Like, I love the beat. Yeah. It, it's it's just, like, that puts it over the top. I feel like they could have put any lyrics at all with that beat and it would have been a hit. And so they decided, like, let's just phone it in and talk about something really dumb. And you know what? It still was a hit and I still enjoy it. So. Uh, the youth of the eighties making that song a hit. Uh, I tell you. Yeah, exactly. Not enough to make my list, but, uh, that was my, my last honorable mention. So, sir, the floor is yours. Lay it on okay. me. Well, we've already talked about a couple of mine. Um, begrudgingly, yeah. I put Gloria by Laura Branigan on there. You and know what? Say, it almost made mine too. Because, uh, it became a Boston anthem. Uh, they would play at, I think it was the Bruins, I think they were played uh, at, at those games. What it was something Gloria was played. I don't know if the Sox do it. I can't remember, but I'll get yelled at by one of our our Bostonian. And being a New York fan, I had to you know begrudgingly. But I also saw Laura Branigan live at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey. She was playing in the theme park, and I remember really? I remember going there. I was with my 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 aunts and her friends and my sister. And I didn't want to stay in the arena the whole time. And I was, I was, I had to stay within like a certain distance. So I went on this one ride 11 times in a row while Laura <laughs> Brannigan was playing. It was the runaway train, which is still there. Um, I, 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 first of all, I love Great Adventure. It's my absolute favorite theme park ever mm-hmm. of all time. So I, I, I get it. Yeah. Well, see, my family has a house five minutes from there. So I've got, I go to Great Adventure yeah. a lot. Um, I, listen, King Dakar, El Toro, those uh, all day. El, Tor- El Toro, which crashed last year, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> it was with literally like like a few days to a week after I was there, um, oh. and went on it. Uh, okay, so we had somebody's baby. You talked about He of the Moment by Asia. Oh yeah, Asia. Yep. Do 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 do. You yep. framed an Asia poster. An Asia the poster. Guy yeah, that's. I can't not think at, of that. At the frame store, make fun of you for wanting to frame an Asia poster. Uh, <laughs> shout out to 40-year-old virgin. I saw that, you know what, if you had asked me about this, it would not, normally would not have made my list, but it was a song I got into during my DJ days, which was Get Down On It by Cool and the Gang. Oh, that's such a fun song. Everybody loves Celebration, which I turn the channel as soon as I hear it because I'm so sick of that damn song. But Get Down On It, do do all you want to do if you all want to make a chance and get down on the floor. Get you, it, yeah. it, it, it's a song that is so underrated. Shout out Steve Riddle with his underrated, overrated Mount Rushmore coming up. Um, uh, another guy that had so many hits that I, I really love, and it's funny, is that his he, he, we, he passed away within the last year or two. Uh, his, his brother is a security guard at my office when I'm in the office. And that is uh, any money, and the song oh, is "Think I yep. Think I'm in Love," which you know he's got so many great songs. He got "Shaken," she's got two tickets yeah. to paradise, but "Think I'm in Love," do, 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 and I can't get enough. It's one of those like songs that like it kind of gives you that like somebody's baby feeling at least because yeah. it, it talks about emotion and feelings. Um, another funk song, "Let's Groove" by Earth, Wind, and Fire, which got a new life thanks to TikTok. Um, yeah, Kids in America by Kim Wilde. That oh, was yeah, kind of kind one. of an '80s kids anthem. Another yeah. band, surprisingly, we haven't talked about the Police. Uh, Every little thing she does is magic. Yeah. Love that song. Um, I had a real um, debate about 
uh, putting one of John Cougar's song on the list. And Jack and Diane just edges out her so good for me. Just because it's, it's you know, little story about Jack and Diane, you know. Yeah. Hang on to 16 as long as you can. Um, another, another, again, here we go. Another band, so many great songs. And it's it, it falls into that think I'm in love, somebody's baby category for me. It's Do You Believe in Love by Huey Lewis in the News. That's a good one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we had, a, another, I had my Toto song. But it was Rosanna that I, I had. That's what it was. I think yeah. I would. I think I would put Africa on the '83 one because I'm like getting the image of those albums, those Billboard Top Ten mm-hmm. albums in there. So that's what I'm thinking. Um, then I had uh, Vacation by the Go Go's, and another probably one of the another great one hit wonder here, Tainted Love by Soft Cell narrowly so missed my top ten. Dude, one dude, of the best dude, Wonder Wonders, I think. Dude, 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 dude. This, you know, in the movie Clueless, was it Clueless, right? Uh, no, it was uh, Coneheads. It's in uh, Coneheads, Co- yep. Coneheads, that's what I think of, yeah. But no, it, yeah, it takes a love, a great song with those. Dude, dude. And it was something we used to, we had a, the front end of a 57 Buick on the stage, and we would have the flat, the uh, headlights, with the, the headlights would flash when that part of the song come, we had a program. So. <laughs> that's awesome. No, no, yeah, great, great year in music. Um, it was, it was not easy. You know, you, you, uh, you, uh, you know, you definitely tested me and, 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 and held me to, uh, kept me honest here. So I greatly appreciate uh, doing this year. Yeah, no, thank you so much for, for agreeing to come on and do this. Um, you know, to everyone listening, you know, a- Andy is the person that that's helped me, you know, become part of the the place to be nation and really get this off the ground running, uh, this entire thing. So, you know, obviously none of this would have been possible if it weren't for, you know, op- you know, for you and and oh, obviously other oh, people as well. Start, come on, start, go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, obviously it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on, um, and certainly this won't be the last time, you know, that you're you're going through some songs. I'll definitely have you back on. Probably for the '90s for sure, especially. I think your DJ days will will be an interesting perspective. Oh yeah, you know, the to ni- kind of have ni- on. Ni- the '90s were a time. I gotta tell you, the '90s yeah. were and, a time. Like I've got people who are like, I want this year already. Like Chris Colo's already got, you know, he he's got his years that that he wants and he and, that. and <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, oh, I got to do that one. I got to do this one. He he, tend, he tends to plant his flag in the sand when he wants. You know to, what? I'm I'm play. just I'm glad he's excited. So yeah, you know, he is. I um. I'm glad he's excited about this, and I'm just happy to be a, a part of the the family here. And I, I've really been enjoying, uh, you know, meeting people. And and you know, it's it's funny, you know, I you know, I, I was telling, you know, Chris Cole, I've been I've been listening to, you know, I started obviously with the the gold standard, right? Um, you know, that's what brought me in. Yeah, um, that's what brought me in back in like man, probably 2016. You know, and so I've been listening to, to, you know, so many things ever since then. And so the chance to, and the opportunity to meet people and, you know, put faces to voices and, and to names and everything is, it's been great. It, it's honestly like, uh, you know, it, it's really been the cherry on top of, of me podcasting. And so I, I'm really happy to, to be a part of it. I, I hope to, you know, get my hands in some different cookie jars and I'll definitely jump on some, you know, some other shows whenever I get the chance to. And I, I'd love to have, you know, more crossover. So if you're listening to this and you enjoy it, 
it and you're a music fan and you know your stuff and you want to come on, you know, let me know and, and we'll make it happen. Um, you know, most of the years right now, I still have slots for as long as you don't pick a Chris Golo year. Um, <laughs> I should be able to get you on and make that happen. So. I do a Chris Golo laugh for that. Yeah, you have to. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, thank you so much, like I said, for, for all the work that you do, you know, for for all of the network. And, um, you know, it's it's great. And and huh? I'm, I'm just glad to be doing my part. Hey, we're, we're the lucky ones that you came and joined us here because it's a great big happy family. It's great to have a music uh, podcast on here to uh, one that really talks about songs in depth and it. it it's really it's been a welcome addition and and we're we're so we're the lucky ones to have you here um scott it's 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 been a a fun first few episodes for you and and i look forward to to what you have coming up and and like i said anytime any of my shows laughing theater cartoons of our youth you know we've you you came on with me on stream lounge as we did a stream on the classics so yeah yeah the the door's always open my friend it's it's always a pleasure to uh, get to talk to you yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, I will definitely take advantage of, of these opportunities. Um, if you're listening, you know, be ready for, for next month. The next time we come around, it's going to be 1983. And, and just doing my preliminary research, I got to tell you, it's going to be uh, a struggle to, to narrow it down to 10. So if you're a big fan of, I mean, 1983 is, you know, not to spoil it, but uh, an album called Thriller um, and some other things going on. So it's, yeah, it's definitely going to be... Uh, hard to whittle down so definitely come prepared for that one um come with your pitchforks right because i'll probably have some really steaming hot takes when it comes to the music of 1983 but uh until then uh thanks again for listening um make sure you're checking out all the other shows on place to be nation and and i could name them but i don't want to because i wouldn't want to miss one but i mean there's so like every different area that you could possibly imagine is covered. It's not just wrestling. It's not just pop culture. It's, it's everything. And, and so go listen to all of them. Everybody works so hard and the shows are great. I enjoy them. And if you enjoyed this and you like this type of stuff, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't enjoy the rest of them. So please give everything a listen. Andy, any last words before we get out of here? No, no, you, you said a lot. Like you said, check out everything we have on the, on the PlayStation Pop experience. We have, you know, music, sports. We have a new video game pod that just, that just went up, uh, every day. If you love music, you know, this is a, a monthly show. We have a daily, uh, quick pod, pod blast that drops at 8 a.m. every weekday where we're, um, you know, doing a live watch of a music video on YouTube and we have a good time doing it. And for me, I always have um, different shows dropping all the time. I have my the Muppet Pod, the Disney Pod, the Cartoon Pod. Can you tell what like my areas of expertise are, kind of? <laughs> um, and you know, Laugh in Theater, Year in Pop. Those are hopefully going to come back soon. Blockbuster Rewind uh, is coming back, and then just check us out on Stream Lounge. You know, a whole bunch of us are, are over there. I'm there every almost every Wednesday night doing blockbusters or Pixar movies and go to the place to be Facebook group, join in the discussion, become part of this community like 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 Scott has and and go to placemunition.com. All the podcasts are there. There are articles and and all kinds of fun stuff. And and like you said, check out everything on the PlaceMation Wrestling Network. Uh if you're a wrestling fan, that uh no and pun intended, that is the place to be. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Andy. Thank you, everyone that's listening. We'll talk to you guys next month. Bye.